Who's your daddy? Boom! We are off with another episode of Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Snyder, here with my boy. Is he wearing sexy lingerie or just a Ramon shirt? Zach Elias, what's up, buddy? Both. This shirt is from 94. I was in eighth grade. I could pretty much be a phone sex operator right now. It's the funniest thing you said last week in the first 10 seconds. Yeah. Fat guy in Idaho. Where did I say she was from? Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. Tuesdays, we do it live. Saturdays, we post it later. Download, rate, review, subscribe. Follow me on the gram, The Alan Snyder. I'm there. YouTube, Rumble, Stitcher, Spotify. Download Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend. Episode 111 today. The three times like that Beetlejuice shows up. Calling this episode basic, which we'll get into. But before we do, Zacharias Elias, what you drinking? There's nothing basic about what we're about to have tonight. I went through that big suitcase you gave me of beers, and I was just surprised at how many of them looked good. So I went for a bad one. Three curveball. It's gonna be bad. And I figured we'd get done with it. It is the from the Elysian Brewing Company, Salt and Seed. I assume that I'm salt and you're seed. It's a watermelon goss. Goss, although there's a certain piece to do of the past who likes to call it a, a gosa. That's awful. Anyway, it's going to be bad. It's going to be delicious. It's a sour. It's going to taste a little sweet and sour, kind of like. salt, hold the seeds. This go- goose, goose, fuck you, ghost. uses 100% natural watermelon and kosher salt, bittered with well melon, what the fuck's a well melon? And northern brewer hopped a confounding pucker to the palate. Ugh. Release the Kraken. I hate all these like flavored beers. Just Yamas. wheat and hops and barley and call it a day. Oh, I like it. That's good. It's, no, it's it not sour. It could be way more sour, my friend. And you do pucker up. They, they gave you everything in there. You like this? Yeah, make sure butthole pucker up. It's shandy-ish, but it's not. So today's episode, Zach... We're calling basic. Now, when I say basic, what does that mean to you? What do you immediately think of when I say basic? Well, it could be like something simple or easy, like basic training, or is that a basic bitch over there, like some moron. There's so a lot of uses for it. You know, there's it's it like the is. foundation, it's the strategy of something. Basic training is actually where I was going with my reference, but it also could be basic as in a high pH because it's not acidic. And <gasps> talk I nerdy to me, baby. Talk nerdy. Your basic is a great dig. It's a great comeback, which it's it's straight out of The Good Place, which has my girl in it. But there is nothing more hard than when army people talk about basic training as basic. Yeah, that's pretty intense. I've seen Full Metal Jacket. It gets real. How many days do you last? Do I last? In basic training, yep. I go the whole thing because I would be so ashamed to quit. I would kill myself. The problem with lasting through basic training is then they send you to like some godforsaken place to get shot. If you fail out of basic training, don't you just get out of the army? Yeah, I think so. It's not like a Navy SEAL where you ring the bell or anything. Yeah, so I would probably stick it out because I'm so like I'm not a quitter with stuff, stupid shit like that. I'm not saying I'd be good. I can't climb a rope, but I'm not bad at obstacle courses. I'd be the la- I'd be private pile maybe they hit me with the soap. But I wouldn't quit because I wouldn't want to quit because be, I would feel ashamed the rest of my life. I would quit because of the rashes alone where you have the wet boots and socks and you have to sleep in that. I'd be miserable. Well, the wet sock feeling is horrible. That's that's right. high on my list of really I would break out things. all over. And mosquito bites, I'm out. Day two. Day two? They'd hit Three? Before they get to hit you with the soap where you get shot in the bathroom or you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. So it made me think of basic training because Much as – Much of what I know, by the way, of basic training is full metal jacket and stripes. Those combined to pretty much give me the idea of it. 
Khatapa Khatapa? You also know that. Oh, that. Yeah. I wish you were my first sergeant. <laughs> Amazing. So for me, Zach, I started a new job yesterday, and I've had to do these mandatory trainings. There is a reason why there is an unemployment problem in this world. I think people just don't want to go through these BS trainings all day, every day. I have been miserable two days in a row where it's them talking about stuff that doesn't apply to me or people trying to figure out how to enter a password in on a computer. It has been torture, man. Basic training. This basic 101 type of stuff. Shoot me in the face. Do you ever just get out and, oh, oops, I thought I was muted. Just something like that. Like, just just let them know your, your disapproval with the process. I thought I was muted yesterday. For the most part, I was. And then I started goofing around on the internet. And then the Zoom kind of popped up to the upper corner. And I tried to move it. And I guess I didn't. Next thing you know, my mother calls. And I answer it and go, what she said, what are you doing? I went, oh, we're just working on this login stuff. And then the person goes, um, if everybody could please mute their – and I, was, I felt like, oh, my God. Somehow I unmuted myself, and thank Jesus I didn't say anything stupid. It which- would have been amazing if she opened with, a, guess who died for the whole place <laughs> to hear? <laughs> Zach, the guy leading the thing yesterday who signs on, he had all the shtick, which was great. Adam Chandler is his name. And he had Did every – lean Adam- into it or not? Yeah, he, le- he leaned into it, which was really nice. He had a lot of like – charisma and jokes and while we were waiting to get started he starts calling on people to introduce themselves and of course your boy is going to get called and he always asks him you know tell us like a quick little elevator pitch and then he asked a goofy question so i thought i would ask you today some of the goofy questions i had to sit through people answer yesterday the Favorite first frog is wrong who plays you in a movie who plays me in a movie bradley I, I was bradley, put on the bradley spot cooper. This, bradley cooper why not? So Wait, is this th- has to be who you prefer or who you, you see yourself being played by or who actually plays you? Go ahead. Open-ended question. No, Bradley Cooper all. Who actually is it? Maybe the guy from Road Trip, Jason Biggs, if his schedule was free. I can't imagine it's that hard to clear. He was an orange and new black. He had a couple. He had a lead work recently. Yeah, how was that going for him? What's he up to these days? He's doing the Zach Elias biopic. <laughs> all right, who plays you? Well, so I didn't get asked that question, but it was me and one other guy and like 30 girls on this call. So they definitely picked on us. I like your odds. Nice black guy, really smart oh. kid. Who plays him in a movie? He goes, Denzel Washington. The guy goes, as people always say Denzel. Everybody, he goes, even the girls say Denzel, which you was a- something like Malcolm Jamal Warner and just let the room roar. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how many like, people would have known who that. Who cares? The seven that do, that would have been it for them. They're, they're done. They're cooked. I didn't get asked that. And who plays me in a movie? I've always heard Adam Sandler, but because the guy's name was Chandler, I, I couldn't go with that. The next question he asked to another random person. Well, you should say anything random. You say Jean-Claude Van Damme. Like, make it nuts. I am trying so hard not to be a putz at this job. And no, no, you're not. It's part time. I still got picked on. It didn't even matter. The next question he asked to the, another person, of course, after they ask one of these random questions, you immediately, your head is like, all right, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? And he asked the person about, tell us about your childhood best friend. So, Zach, tell us about your childhood best friend. He was a putz. I don't know. He was a guy. He was a friend. He was a nice Jewish boy, and then he went off the grid. My childhood best friend, thank God I wasn't asked, currently in a, I think, a skilled nursing facility, basically brain dead. I would have been a downer on the day. I, I know. I'm sitting there going, thank God they didn't call on me for this question. It Let's was take those, lunch. We were, we were good friends lunch. in elementary school. We, you know, he moved. We grew apart, whatever. But this is still one of those, like, in the community, people are like, oh, so-and-so. And I ran into him a million times over the years. And then he got into a really, really, really bad car accident. It's been many years. And 
horrible. So I'm now going, thank the Lord. And then he calls on me and he says, because I think I was wearing a Stanley Cup shirt on. And he says, oh, so you're a sports. Jonah Hill said, and don't look up. Thanks for dressing up. I was at home on a Zoom call. I Who cares? Cool. Church it up from the, the neck up. At least something normal. So I do my little sales pitch, and then he goes, so sometimes, you know, in baseball, the person has songs and music. You're a physical therapist. What song? song? A walk-up song. So Zach, so I said, wait, 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 for baseball or for, like, therapy? He says, give me both. Zach, your baseball walk-up song and your well, whatever you do in this world, real estate transponder, what do you want your song to be when you walk in the office door? Well, baseball is different than, than the office door. I know. Give me both. Office door, come on, feel the noise. <laughs> baseball walk-up song, Sesame Street theme song. And I've thought about this. It's going to be so weird, so quirky that the pitcher's going to get a little patoots from it. He's used to like, you know, classic rock or some hillbilly rascal flats that we were talking about but last week. I would play something so bizarre and so weird or like, you know, Revolution Number Nine from the Beatles' White Album—just noises and sounds. So that the guy who throws me just junk on his first pitch because he's thinking about the song. But if I'm entering a room, anything '80s hair band works. But but come on, Twisted Sister, Quiet Riot, same band, right? Essentially, you know what Twisted Sister's name when they didn't wear their makeup is Bent Brother Inside Baseball. Wow, I, I do know I that the the lead singer is a Snyder, so yeah, I'm he always... is smart guy too. I have a, a friend who's like a legit fan. He like jumps on stage. He like used to aim like in America Online into the messenger like D Snyder back in the day. They'd like hang up at four AM chatting with each other. This guy's nuts. That's besides <laughs> the point. We had walk up music on Purple Softball maybe like four or five years ago. One of the girls on the team, she's no longer there, used to really go out of her way. So when the guy asked me what was my walk up song, I immediately went to what I used was Selena Gomez. If you're ready, come and get it. Which it's a great one. And then right but the season. I don't know, before, hungry like the wolf. You can't beat that. The season before she left, I switched it to peanut butter jelly time because I thought that would be like an earworm. Kind of like you're saying, like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? <laughs> That's exactly up? it. <laughs> you so want the picture, think you're nuts. Like, not all that. Peanut butter jelly time's a good one. Right. For entering an office, too. <laughs> <laughs> for therapy, I just knock it's on the door. It's been a butter day yet. Way yet. I just eat Ryan Griffin the banana. So then they said to me, well, when you're a therapist, what would you do? And I don't know why. I just went, uh, Miley Cyrus, party in the USA. Awesome. At which point he said, we've heard that one before. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. It was like, these questions are so hard. The when, right? That, the the thing was. office, sidebar. So I'm in a much, much younger office, my, my new job. Um, like it's not a bunch of altercockers like me. I'm the old man at 41, and the other guy, the other manager is 47. A bunch of 20 year old girls said something. Man, that's bussing. And I look up and they go, "Do you know what that means?" And I said, "Use it in a sentence." She said, "I said like bussing tables, like cleaning tables." No, no, no. What does it mean? Do you know? They told me. I would have to look it up, but bussing would be like something well, good. If you have to look it up, then you don't know what it means. You're I can old, use it in context. You have old balls and loose skin. It means like Rickly cool. Ass. Yeah, yeah I like, said good. But that's good in context. They just said it like – I didn't hear the context. I just heard them say, do you know what bussing means? They asked the other guy too. He said same thing, like me, like cleaning tables. We had no idea. And I no, said, no. you mean like fat with a PH from our generation? They go, I yeah. guess so. The bomb. Yeah. Ooh. So then I, we started like using it. I, I look up and go, I don't like it. Not for me. Get off my lawn pretty much. I've heard it on the talk before, bussing. I've never heard it before, and I never need to hear it again. It's awful. It means nothing. The only thing relevant of this presentation yesterday was Mm – I can't imagine he put the slide in. Did you ask him any questions? Like, favorite superpower and why? Favorite animal? No. Oh, I always throw it back at them. 
there was like 50 people on a Zoom, Zach. I got called out immediately. I told you, this is you know 8.30 in the morning. It's the earliest I've woken up in forever. So I'm just trying to be on my best behavior and almost ruined it. He guessed a slide number three, and he was talking about how we're all a family. We all work together. Picture of Full House comes up on the third slide. And this is a day after Bob Saget died. I'm thinking he didn't edit it the night before. He must have used that, and he just he didn't said qualified. Either. He, like, he hey, did. And when it came up, he was like, you know, with everything that happened, he he knew he wasn't oblivious that Bob Saget had just passed away. By the way, that's an insane setup. Filthy guy, bunch of kids, creepy uncle, best friend. That's not a family. That's that's an insane. That's how he canceled. I've gone down a rabbit hole. Obviously, we all know he was very dirty. Filthy. He was he was really funny. He was a really, really funny. I, I don't know if his stand-up was as excellent was funny excellent. as he was because I watched it back in the day, and I think we're going to talking about this more. But I've listened to a lot of stuff on him, and he's so funny. The best joke I heard him say was, "Ask me what my favorite episode of Full House was," and of course they asked him. He goes, "The last one." <laughs> he is just also yeah. Jewish, neurotic as hell. Oh, I I put in family. Family TV purgatory. I do that damn kicked in the nuts show for 20 years. <laughs> That's what he referred yeah, to. Man. Anyway, all in all, dude, this is one of those things yesterday where I'm like, I, I hate training. But if you get good enough at something, you get to an exclusive club. And, you know, we take listener requests, as I tell people all the time. And I sent you an article from the Ron Katz all yeah. about Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Hall of Fame, Hall of Shame. Discuss. Both. Both? Can be, yeah, there's shame in what they did in theory. How but, do you do that? How do you put them both in a Hall of Fame for cheating? Well, no, not both of them in the Hall. They're both in the Hall of Fame and the Hall of Shame to me. Both halls. This is not actually a Hall of Shame. I do they get a plaque in Cooperstown or not? Fuck off. Here's why they do. Well, not Clemens because he's a dick, but that's a personal thing. He probably should. They all were using it at the time. Even guys who weren't like superstars. And Ray Ordonez hit just over 200 and stunk. Huge juicer because that's what kept you out of the minors. Eric Gagne comes out throwing smoke, jacked out of his mind. Ken Caminiti's hitting 50 home runs and then dies at 45. You know, heart explodes. They were all doing it. It was a level playing field type of thing. Did they need it? I don't know. Maybe. What about all the guys in the 70s popping greenies right and left? They said that the ball was like a beach ball and they're all hopped up on amphetamines and and, and wacky pills. I I don't love what they did, especially like Palmero waving his finger. You Sammy know, Sosa for getting English. He's awful. And McGuire with his head like this and Bonds even bigger. But they still put up those numbers. So what I would do if it's me, and no one asked me until now, but you did. Um, so now I have a forum of, of 12. It's, I would put them in. No asterisk. That's ridiculous. Enough of the asterisk. I would also somewhere throughout the museum portion of it have a little or a good size section going through the era. If they have a problem with that, they can get themselves out. So it's make amazing. like so literally you're talking about a hall of shame in the hall of fame. Yeah. That's not horrible. I don't hate that. You're welcome, America. But then That's how do you me. you've been great? But this gets back to the old A-Rod debate. He never tested positive. So what? You don't have to name names. You could even say there was a Mitchell report where these people were named in it and just list them or just put the Mitchell report. If they want to read the thing. Who can I read it? I had nothing to do that day at work. I read it's all like sixty like, some pages. Sixty? It's like six hundred. I had like I, I a week notes. of like nothing to do. At, like you read six hundred pages. I skimmed some of it, but I read a, a, the bulk of it. Yeah. Wow. It was it was actually not bad. This is what you do during your basic. Not training. anymore, but like that was I was like in my twenties and couldn't care less about work. And my forties, not not much to change. <laughs> I was gonna um, say, <laughs> but either way, no. So it, I would have a section just like they explain, you know, the segregation section, the dead ball era, and all that stuff. 
Just have a section between 1994 and current or whatever. Steroids ran rampant. Here's how they were doing it, what they were doing. Ball, you know, numbers were inflated. By the way, it brought baseball back, and it was as exciting as anything. It was more exciting than football back then. Balls were flying out. Pitchers were juiced out of their minds. The game was hard-nosed. You could still hit a catcher because Posey didn't break his pinky. Yeah, it was great baseball back then. It was the best sport of the four. And baseball's done a 180 on it. Just like football's done a 180 on jacked up. Those guys are in the Hall of Fame. Those guys would be thrown out of the league right now. You're, you're Ed Reed. You know jacked so, up is a one big ripoff. We were talking about Yo! MTV raps. Ed Lover had a section where he used to talk about like messed up, I think is what it was called. And he would do a whole thing. I want to say it was on YouTube. And he would just do, he got messed up. And then jacked up literally stole that from your boy. Yeah. I think they're both owned by Viacom. Or no, ABC owns ESPN. doesn't matter. Yes, that's how I would handle the Hall of Fame situation. So then anyone inducted within those years of playing, you you, you choose. You decide. Let your, you know, like smoking. Let your parents tell you what's good and what's bad. Let, let, let it be oral history. Anyway, that's how I would handle it. I don't like asterisks because you could put an asterisk on any record anytime they add one more game to a season is cooper cup gonna have a record or is the sack record because now it's a 75 game football season ridiculous you know things evolve that way i would use the museum portion as an educational tool and i hopefully you're as you're supposed to the museum leads you into the hall so you do the hall last after going through the museum you should then understand if you did it right what you're about to go see says a mets fan how many Orioles are in there in the last, you know, 30 years? Cal. One. Mucina. As. I think he wore a Yankee hat. But a ring end. So that's how I would do it. Fair enough. E2. Yeah. Ron Katz sent me the article. He said it was worth reading. And today I went to click it, and the New York Times went to charge me a dollar, and I didn't pay for it. So yeah. I'm throwing him or anybody in Pichu of the Week. When people recommend you to read something, watch something, and then you have to pay for it, I'm out. That's a strong candidate. Or he owes you a dollar. Or just take screenshots and send it. I don't know I'm if he knows how to do screenshots. Of also, if you're on the computer, you hit refresh and then the X and it'll freeze it on the page. You can get it. You got to be quick. It's going to take you like four chance tries sometimes, but it works. Moving on to. Wait, wait, what would you do? What would you do? You do bagel. What would you how do? How would you handle? Yeah, throw it right back at you. I think it's too sticky. And I couldn't care less, to be honest. I think that all the these people- hallowed halls in American you know, sports history, you couldn't care less? I think that all of these sports have become the hall of stats or the hall of who cares. And way too many people are getting into the hall of fame. It's the Craig Biggio argument. Fine, just because you play forever. Barry Bonds was electric. He was must-see TV. Tarnished. Guess what? Henry Ruggs, not getting into the hall of fame. He was electric. Well, I mean, that's different. He has no sample size. Oh, so you're okay with him killing somebody? It was that he didn't have enough his big a body of work. No, well, Ruggs is different than Bonds. Who'd he kill? But, you know, Bonds was electric. You tuned in to see Bonds. It was a special night in America when Bonds was going through those records. Freshman year of college, I had a dry erase board. I was keeping track of his home run thing. I thought it was super cool. That being said, you know what? I think they tarnished their You weren't legacies. doing it in soap like the Dominicans on the Sosa? On their cars, they were all—they were all running around with like fifty-four. Yeah, there's a lot going on. All of them had it, and then when another one, they would wipe off the soap. Fifty-eight. No, I just think all those people tarnish their legacies. For me, 
no go. I also am one of those people of how dominant of a player were you? Like, I'm one of those people that say Kurt Schilling should be in the hall. So should Roy Halladay. If you were a scary, scary pitcher for many years, then I don't have a problem with that. It was the Yankee killer to end all Yankee killers. Yep. Moving on to Pisha Do of the Week. They're not great candidates. Charging you for a dollar for the thing. (laughs) All right. Ron Katz, number one. John Daly, who... I know you love him. I know you love him. Hear I me out. I love John. Day- Top five golfer for me. He was quoted recently of coming out, and the clickbait was, John Daly names the best wings he's ever had. And wouldn't you know, he chose Hooters. And I think the piece you do of the week is people who don't think Hooters has amazing wings. Because oh. the, even John Daly says they're amazing, and I pick food up from How there sometimes. How drunk was he when he said this? All By the way, he's room? high on my list of like athletes I'd want to meet and like ask, you know, who would you want to have a dinner with of four athletes? Like, he's at that table because <laughs> I don't need to hear Roger Clemens' stories. I want to hear John Daly's stories and get tanked with him and just see where the night goes. The ninth green at nine. Let's go. Um, Number go two, on. it was meant in good will. Emma Watson, Hermione Granger. Yeah, I started was- watching those. I can't read the books, but we went through. We finished three. I thought she. Went ahead and retweeted. Gary Oldman was wasted in it. She posted a why can't the world get along type of hippy-dippy, peace in the Middle East, pro-Palestinian, I think, post on Instagram or something. And it's just one of those things for me where – I very much believe – granted, I think you and I are on the same side of this argument. We we know that it's – you can't make things good in the Middle East, right? You can't make it because Palestine says it's their land. Jared Kushner couldn't do it, then nobody can. They just go back and forth to whose land is it, who who was there first, and it's we try to be peaceful. They try to do this, and I I understand both sides. They try to do what? Shut up and dribble. Exactly. I I really think that like the same way Ben and Jerry said the same thing with a pro-Palestinian. Like, just shut up. Why? I don't care what you have to say about this, and you can't take a side on it. As somebody who's pro-Israel, you just can't take a side on it. You can't. Can't you? No, because you're wrong. You're wrong for taking a side. It's like in Don't Look Up where they're like, I think the world just needs peace right now. It's like, there's a goddamn meteor hitting the earth. I, I think it's tone deaf. I'm shoves. I don't want to hear any of these celebrities coming out with something like that. Again, maybe it's just because- celebrities any of their hot takes. Unless you're like Bono or Sting. I'll take it from them. But like, <laughs> I don't need to hear it from, you know, Emma Watson, who's 11. Went out to dinner last week. I was talking about- Hermione with a friend and I made a comment I was like I mean I've seen her nudes online and he goes there's nudes I was like oh yeah like verified and he goes send me that link I did I still haven't gotten a response I googled them this week because we started watching the movies and she was too young in the first one for it to be okay but in the third one I felt eh, let's do this thing and the third one was not that good candidate number three X subway spokesman Jared Fogle has admitted from prison that he royally screwed up that's it why is he talking? Why is anybody listening? Well, nobody's listening, but you know, if he wants to admit he was wrong, I'm okay with that. This next one I actually really like, and I'm going to take a weird stance on this. You heard about the Antonio Brown, Tom Brady's trainer. There was a whole little debacle there. There, Antonio Brown, I think, bought $100,000 worth of training sessions. Yep. Tom Brady's trainer, and then he didn't get his workouts, and now he's asking for money back, or he's suing him, or something to that effect. Something like that, yeah. Here's what bothers me the most. It was just all over Instagram and tagging people. That Brady's trainer charges that much? No. Tom Brady's trainer on Instagram, his name is AG, which I think stands for his initials, underscore TB12. That bothers me a lot. Why? 
the marketing. Post pictures. You should have your own identity. Post pictures with him, have him promote you, but change your name to it? Like that's it's insane. It must be nice to have the kind of money you've got clearly, because if that was how I was pulling in clients, oh yeah, bring it here. Obama underscore John Daly, let's go, because I'm his trainer. Clinton, any of them need physical therapy, and I start training them. Let's just forget about HIPAA rules. I'm not changing my Instagram name to the Alan Snyder underscore Obama. No chance. You should. I would use pictures, I would do promotions. Get out of here. Right. Also, he's one guy. He doesn't have a business. He can only train so many people. The name thing really bothers me. It does bother you. I like it because it bothers you. A lot. It's just, it's stupid. It's, it's like the whole property of. It's just, what, those t-shirts? Or tattoos. Ugh. It's one of those you shouldn't you'll be. Get one of, trust me, you're getting one in Mexico. Next candidate for Pichu of the Week. People who are not colorblind but have a really, really big problem seeing color or disagreeing with color. I was talking to somebody the other day about a actress in a TV show, and they described them as a blonde woman. And this girl in this show's hair is as brunette as you can get. Maybe she has a couple of highlights. But this asshole I was talking to argued with me that she was blonde to the point that I had to doubt myself. Go online you and found Google. the one brunette picture of her. Every other picture of her, plus the show that she was in for one season with, who was delightful, it was like an animal show with your boy Fluffy Iglesias. Blonde as that's could Timmy's be. boy. I think he's horrible. Yeah, I know you. I know you hate him. So the fact that she might have brown eyebrows and be a fake blonde, and we said carpet can't match any drapes because there is none, obviously. So the, the actress in question for everyone: Peyton List, blonde or brunette? Crowd. Nobody knows who that is. Use her name. Google her. Peyton List. That's her name. We're talking about the girl, the bad girl from the bad side of the tracks, Tori from Cobra Kai. Which this season is delightfully unwatchable. (laughs) Delightfully unwatchable is exactly. Absolutely nostalgia and fantastic, but the acting is just, they're getting worse at their trade progressively, all of them. Zach, I was saying the other day how I'm really, I don't rewatch shows because I generally can remember what happens the first time. The storylines have been so ridiculous that I've forgotten how we've gotten to half of these places. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just make make fun of Chicago. Anyway, people arguing about hair color when we're both clearly watching a show. Where the girl's hair is brown and it's you're not arguing. It's brown. It's blonde. It has a you're brown streak through here and it's blonde the whole time. Other seasons, blonde. The whole <laughs> thing. She's a blonde chick. Girl, lady, woman. And the last candidate. How for many P- are there? Pisha do of the week. I, I saw this on. <laughs> recap, I saw this online. And this was a guy who was getting all the hate online. And he went out in a shirt. And I don't know if the shirt shrunk. I don't know what happened, but for our listening audience, Zach, describe this man in this picture and his shirt. Little. A button-down shirt where those buttons are holding on for dear life. That thing is like one sip of water you know, from flying off of him. He is there posing for a picture with his friend. Would you ever go out in something like that? Or if my if- friend is wearing a champion hat, I might. <laughs> so what are my choices? You got John Daly Hooters, no. Emma Watson Palestine, Jared Vogel, Tom Brady Trainer, Tori's hair not being brunette, this guy's shirt too tight, and we'll just call him Con Rats, who sends you an article to read where they charge you a dollar. It's probably Ron Katz. What really bothers me, though, is, is, is Emma Watson's hot takes. I'm going to throw in a curveball. Anyone who asks you to go on a podcast and be a guest host and said podcast is two and a half hours on a Friday. <laughs> Our girl, you and I, Kendra Crump, we were guest stars, fantastic theater. 
two and a half hours. By 11.30, I felt like I gave birth. I was dying. Parts of it are hysterical. You send a link somewhere, post it. Parts of it are going to be just painfully bad. We were with two other girls who you'll meet at some point. They were great. The feelings. Um, I started listening to the feelings. It's okay. But that was a painful podcast. Two and a half hours. It was so bad. It was. By the end, well, it was so bad. Parts of it were really good. At but the yeah, end, the I end. just said, do you know what bombing is? Because this is not going yeah, well. And, and we wrapped it up in a bow in like two minutes after I yeah, said that. we all just had enough. It was it's exhausted. Like, and the girls were talking to her on the West Coast. So, Zach, it was like eight o'clock for them. Yeah, we were there. It was, you know, it was tomorrow. It was just brutal. That's my piece of doing like that. And Novak Djokovic, who is he going to play? Is he not going to play? He got cleared by some shady witch doctor. Then tennis said no. Then tennis said yes. Now Australia is saying we're not sure. And his brother is his like speaker or something. He's got a lot. There's a lot going on. Australia is still flipping a coin on this one. If he's even allowed to like touch base. And then the venue still can ban him too. If they don't want to deal with his antics, he'll play. Trivia this week, we got a little time. We'll fly through these. Mm-hmm. I watched the new I Love Lucy movie on Amazon. It's called Being the Ricardos. I actually grew up liking Lucy. My parents watched it. I think my grandma watched it. It was one of those. Everyone I, I know loves Lucy. I don't get it. It was it's funny-ish. I was always a honeymooners guy for old shows. Like I love Lucy doesn't get me there. Right. It got me there. This movie is so bad. There are so many time jumps in the story that if Picking i up midway through this can it grew on me significantly i think i hit the salt what grew on you the can the the, the beer oh, oh okay I, they like i hated the it started growing i can drink that again if i was in the movie theater and i wouldn't have been allowed to take out my phone to google as the movie was happening i would have been so lost because no dates on the movie i had no idea what was happening in this movie it was insane Trivia this week, I am going to be testing your knowledge today on black and white TV shows oh, from the past. Somewhere else. Okay. Question number one. I'll give you the clue. You tell me the show. From 1961 to 65, the show's title character is a talking horse. Mr. Ed. Know what I didn't know about that? It was spelled out Mr. I Googled MR period Ed. Didn't come up. Scintillating. Did you remember that it was full written out, Mr. Ed? No, I have no idea. Does that surprise you or am I being Shocked ridiculous? Me, actually. I think you were both. I'm also breaking your balls. But uh, yeah, I would have said Mr. MR, period. I figured what? two short letters would have made it better. Question the second. From 64 to 72, a witch who marries an ordinary mortal man and vows to lead the life of a typical suburban housewife. Oh, it's bewitched. Can you do the nose thing? No. <laughs> I'm going to clip that and put it on the talk. You didn't put my pizza thing on there. That was dynamite. I forgot, Zach. There's so much work. You're so busy. You've worked for two days and four years. Question number three. New York City bus driver Ralph Cramden, played by Jackie Gleason, and his wife Alice had only one season. It was a great season. Plus or minus five. How many episodes in that one season? Oh, 16. Double it? Really? 39 episodes in the one season of The Honeymooners. It was one season. When you are giving people tours or talking, maybe that doesn't happen for you as much. Do you show people the statue of him at Port Authority? How many times do you think I tour Port Authority when I show people around, <laughs> hey, this is the bus depot with a home. When you're near Times Square and you're showing something, like, oh, there's also a... that I show people, but if I'm there, yes, I would probably point it out. Like if I was randomly in you know, Milwaukee, I'd show them the Fonz. Yeah, I know his statue. I've seen the statue. I don't go for it you know, as a tourist destination. 
Question number four from 1957 to 1963 about an inquisitive and often naive boy, Theodore Cleaver, played by Jerry Mathers. Name the show. What's the dirtiest thing ever said on television? Ward, I think you were a little hard on the beaver last night. <laughs> nice. <laughs> What's that from? It's from, it's from Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, is it? Yeah. I, I didn't think you'd Leave get that one. Beaver. I thought that was going to be one of those. I have no idea. I'm going full-blown Allison here. Last one, question number five. Running from 62 to 71, a poor backwoods family from the hills of the Ozarks moved to Posh, California after striking oil on their land. The Beverly Hillbillies. That was a terrible show. Very nice, Zach. Good job. I know my, 50, my 50s TV. Or 60s nice. TV. Anyway, if you get to this being the Ricardos, like I the way I take my recommendations. Loves I love Lucy. I don't think it's going to be. So similar. did I. It is so goddamn bad. It is unwatchable. The acting was bad. good. I heard they played the roles well. <sighs> Okay. We have been asking for suggestions. Zach, we got a suggestion from one of our listeners because to do an audience participation. Which listener? I'm not naming him. He knows who he is. Audience participation, because there's been so many crazy deaths recently between the Madden and Betty White, who died of a stroke, apparently. She had a stroke, and then they, she died a couple days later. Bob Saget, Norm last year. We want people to John let Maynard, us- deceased. Jets receiver. Retired number. Hall of Fame. People. Let us know which deaths affected you the most. And we're going with like celebrities here with this or famous people that died. This is kind of a morbid episode. And Not you know what? Not it up. Well, if we call it Guess Who Died. Guess Who Died. So people are going to send that in. I will tally them up. I'll ask some people stuff. Zach, we'll probably make a list of like five with some honorable mentions. Five tops, yeah. Five tops. Go from there. Let us know. Who's your daddy of the podcast? Thanks for listening to this episode. Is that to be in your lifetime or just the fact that they're not around anymore and you like their oeuvre? Have we ever had any type of stipulations? The whole thing is rules. This is a very structured show. (laughs) What, the porno? What in the porno? It's great. I'm sure those two feeling broads will have something good to say too. We out. Good times. We out.